Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit, powered by Lyft Aviation. I'm Mark. And I'm Jeff. What's up, dude? What's up, dude? <laughs> Great minds. Um, we're recording this Friday. It's one o'clock my time, four o'clock your time. We, we uh, just, I, I literally, so I, I spent um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday doing recurrent training for the airline. And it had me so fried that I literally spaced on yesterday i'm still recovering freaking exhausted um okay i I, i'm okay yeah no the uh training went well it was just like um it was my first training event on the 737 after i got my initial training on it so i was a little stressed about it but it was fine you know as always i overstress and and over prepare and and do fine and then after i'm like oh i didn't have to worry about that nearly as much as i thought i did yeah, well, you know what? You're an adult. So that's when you adult. We were just talking about that, how like the more adulting you come, the more tired you are all the time. Uh-huh. Dude, everything's so. a stress. Everything's pressure. Everything's, you know. It's funny yeah. because when you're a kid, the things that matter the most, you know, like, you know, we, we have kids and they're like, you know, a friend said something mean to them and like their whole world melts, right? It's like, you know, this is this is important, dad. Like this is, this is my everything. This is, this is my life is ruined. And you're like, no, Sally taking your candy bar. Didn't ruin your fucking life, kid. Chill out. But like, you know, and, and then you go and you kind of realize like what's, Oh, like the adult stuff is kind of important. Like the stakes are a little high in some of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's like having an aerobatic plane that talks back. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, I have a game. I, so we're going to get uh, another intern in here uh, in a little bit to um uh to 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 uh, compete for the undisputed heavyweight intern title uh and, and which means basically being our intern but um before we uh, do that or if we don't have time we can do it next week but i i thought about a fun game that i wanted to do yes. um where we take the fleet of aerobatic airplanes right um okay. and we pick the best quality and the worst quality single qual like single best single worst quality of various aerobatic airplanes wow wow oh man um i think the best quality right off the bat just because i've seen i think it's underrated but have you ever seen an edge 540 up close with the uh their carbon fiber work yeah yeah the composite work is probably the best of any airplane probably Although I would say like the newer MX composite work is looks pretty good, but yeah, Zivco dude, I, I, I'd probably, I'd probably put Zivco and Grove in, in kind of like the, the top echelon of composite work. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, Zivco and, and to, to think that's a really, you know, I was thinking flight characteristic. I didn't even really think about build quality or composite. That's a great one for, for the edge 540. Oh, that's what I thought you, know, you meant. Just, no, I meant like 
and I, I was kind of thinking semi-general, like, hey, cockpit uh, orientation, or uh, it snaps the okay. best, or um, it's got the the longest vertical lines it can draw, or um, and then like for worst, you know, I don't know, um, something like the like the pits. Like honestly, I, I, when I was thinking this, I was like, okay, the pits, you know, S two series in terms of now, uh, or, or do we look at the entire, you know, when it was when it was the best. Uh, the S1, you know, do we look at the worst case, the worst um, characteristic all the way through? It's, you know, I, I wasn't really sure where, where to go with it, but it's like the pitch, you know, maybe bad behavioral characteristics uh, in terms of wanting to spin, you know, right. and that, that caught a lot of people over the years, right? So th- yeah. along those lines, um, but it could be anything. Yeah, absolutely. It could be anything. Build quality on the zip code. That's freaking fantastic. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, Sukhoi's right up there being military made um mm-hmm. pretty much that's right up there, you know um gosh i I'm, tr- I'm trying to think off the bat right now with this question what's the worst i mean what what i what would i not get in my what would i not put myself into right now to go fly that well and i'm not even ta- i'm not even talking about safety or or necessarily just build quality but like when you look at like take a uh take an mx2 yeah. and it's like what is the worst part of an mx2 you know what i mean neither of us have flown one but we've been we've been next to them up close uh, we know the airplane. The worst part is that Bobby Holly flies it um, at this point. That's the worst part about it. And isn't stoppable. Isn't that ironic? That is, there is some truth to that. Yeah. It's the worst part about an MX right now. I hate that yeah. they invented that airplane. Yeah. Because it. it, it's almost like giving Superman the cape. If I can go back in time, I would go see him when his goatee was fresh cut, you know, and he's wearing, you know, Boston Red Sox hat. And I would do whatever I can to keep him in an ultimate. I mean, he would still kick ass, but not as much ass, you know? I'd really like to see Rob, even in an, S, in an SC, like I'd like to see his flying style adapt to various airplanes and just see what it looks like. I think it'd be really fun. I mean, there's footage out there of him flying um, extras, you know, so you can see it. And obviously, you know, he does yeah. pretty okay. <laughs> He's right. um but that is kind of a funny thing right because we don't really think of that like with the sc everybody all of the other top pilots in the on the planet fly an sc let's let's just make that very clear you know you look at the other countries the french nobody th- nobody thinks like that with the sc in terms of watching the french but rob has set the bar i guess especially you know air show and freestyle you look at what that airplane can do and what started this co- or what sparked this kind of oh this will be kind of a fun topic was I was thinking about Sean Tucker's Challenger three, and you know the fact that it's in a museum now I know he's got a spare that he's that he keeps in King City that's flyable but you know his airplane's a museum piece now right and that was probably the best pits ever made pits like you know yeah there's the Wolf pits yeah there's right. you know um different iterations and probably equal performance uh, envelope as, as Sean Tucker's airplane, but the capability was insane. Right. And, you know, nothing really comes close to that or comes as close to that as an MX. And I think the MX has taken it further, obviously. And, and Rob for Rob to fly that airplane the way he does, it's it's kind of like Sean did at air shows in that airplane. You know, it's just it's it's a class of its own. You know, um, yeah. 
What do you think must... quality playing is though? Well, that's kind of what I was I, like. I was thinking, you know, okay, Sonics, like build. Well, I'm, I'm thinking like in the in the golden are 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 uh, Mount Rushmore or the the history of aerobatic airplanes, right? Aerobatic airplane specific, uh, specifically, you know what what has been what's uh, we've talked about like what's the best and what's the worst, but just taking each of those airplanes, like looking at Zlins and Edges and Sukhois yeah. and Pits extras and just being like you know if there was one quality one characteristic of that airplane whether it's build or flight or or price it could be price um you know like what is the worst part and the best part of that airplane um and you know that that's again back to sean's airplane and and just kind of thinking about the mxs and uh, like the capability of that airplane is just like it's you know i don't know that sean ever realized the full potential and capability of of his biplane and i don't know that rob has reached rob has not reached the end of his airplane the fact that that guy can be like oh yeah top gun came out i'm gonna try that and it fucking does the airplane just he learned he learns it because he's a genius and, and an incredible aerobatic pilot but that the airplane can do it i'm like the best part of that airplane is that it does not have a limit it really it really doesn't have something that it's incapable of doing um but then i look at something like again like you know, a normal pits, right? An S1 or an S2. And I'd say like, you know, it's it's bad behavioral characteristic of wanting to be spin. It's prone to spinning. It's I'd say it's probably it's you know, it's a it's it's worse characteristic in terms of bad behavior, but that's also what makes it a good aerobatic airplane, right? It keeps it on the edge. It's unstable. That mm-hmm. makes better aerobatic. So that's a double-edged sword. Um best part of a pits is that they were cheap. In my opinion, yeah, you know, an S one, you could build an S one for nothing. Uh, granted, those times have changed, but uh, when you look at, you know, like what's the worst part of it? Like, uh, like that's funny that you say Rob, Rob flying the MX is the worst part of it because you, you kind of see it sets the bar really high in terms of, you know, nobody's ever going to reach that, like he does. Nobody's ever going to do that. No, he's a goat. He's a goat. He's nobody's ever going to top it. So. Um, I don't know. Like you look at just an extra, you could pick any extra, but like, what's the best characteristic of an extra? What's the worst characteristic of an extra, you know? And you could pick the whole, the whole lineup or pick the SC, you know? Yeah. Um, well, the other thing too, is like, I was looking online last night and Gamebird and extra the prices. I mean, I don't, I, I can't say whether I agree or not on them as far as from like a business standpoint, but. Dude, it's a lot of money for that that plane now. They're like six hundred forty grand, six fifty grand for an NG and and a Gamebird now. It's it's pretty out. It's pretty high. I think. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I I mean, I know you can jump into an Edge, you can get into Sukhoi, you know, Cap. There's plenty of of unlimited aerobatic planes on the used market. Um, but what happens when after those things dry up? You know, you're still going to spend 120 grand on an AEIO 580 or 100 yep. grand right on a 540 for a new one. Yep. Um, yeah, but- and and also like you know, if you're looking at any kind of longevity, you know, you look at you know, obviously Rob had the ultimate, um, but you look back at how many cutting edge airplanes Mike Gulins had, right? Like he's after he left his pits, he basically had the latest and greatest all the way through, ever since, right? And 
he when he had the S one, that wasn't the that wasn't the ultimate, but it it was, you know, damn competitive. But yeah. now, I mean, for the last what twenty five years, he's had mm-hmm. nothing but the latest and greatest. So if you're looking at at something that's going to take you through, like you buy the, it's kind of like buying an old iPhone. We've made that analogy a few times, you know, where it's like, um, if you're looking at having this airplane and doing things with it for the next five, six, seven, eight years, you, I don't know that you buy a, a lot of these older airplanes that are still yes relevant, still yes competitive. But yeah, you kind of got to make that jump, don't you? You kind of you kind of got to you got to you got to show out six hundred grand plus. And there's no like, I mean, MX did it for a little bit. And obviously, not obviously, but it's just from a business standpoint, didn't work out. But the home built, you know, buying an airplane without a motor and then um, putting it together yourself, you could save some money. But that doesn't exist anymore. Well, Um, I was going to ask that because they they, um, I do they still offer that they sold the kits. I know they sold the kits. Yeah, I, I just, they, you're right. They did. I, I'd have to check on that, actually. So I take that back. But I think it was still like around 350 grand. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And, and you know, I don't know. I, I guess now, I man, the, the debate, Rob, Rob is going to, we're going to get a text about this for sure. Um, I, I don't know that that should, should an MX2 and an MXS command the same price as an SC or an SX? I, I don't I know. Mean, a, it, listen, if you want the best, you got to. I guess it right? should. I guess it should. Yeah, because I, I guess it should. Um, I guess I'm, I'm more, more thinking of, uh, you know, the infrastructure, a, right? A little bit less considering it's it's a, a parallel. Well, it depends what you, you know, the MX, everybody always, you know, no motor is the same one those it seem. So, no. But a stock 540 parallel valve um, is less than an angle valve 540, I believe, right? Yeah. So it should be a little bit less on that end and then a little bit less avionics. But I mean, it's peanuts. I mean, what are you talking on on a half million dollar airplane? You're talking twenty grand savings or thirty grand savings. Which, it's nothing, nothing in the grand scheme of things, right? But um, what is that? Like three and also, I, I guess I'm just thinking from the from the point of like it's a boutique airplane. It's not manufactured. Yeah. It's not a. It's not manufactured by extra. Like even though they're both experimental, and honestly, you you categorize the s the SX and the uh, the Can MXS. You talk about why there's no video of the SX flying? Oh my God. We we talked about it either the last podcast or the on? podcast before. And I I extra, I love you. Marcus, Eric, I, Walter. I love you guys. I love, I love you guys. I really do. I love extra. If there was ever a tattoo I was going to put on my body, it probably would be the silhouette of an extra. I love you guys to death. You guys are amazing human beings, amazing company. Love flying an extra. It's a huge honor. That being said, that last video that um um roman uh, posted was like i i got all all hyped up right and i shared it to the aerobatic pilots page before i even finished watching it because it like oh it was music it was like a little wavy and cutty from you know gopro or final cut there's no flying in it there was like there was like one like a a quarter second clip of it doing a roll with smoke or something like that yeah and i was like what what the fuck like please i want to see what this thing can do i can't believe the first thing was not to put somebody in there. And this isn't to begrudge anybody that's that's flown that airplane um so far, right? And that's spoken about it. But do you remember like how they did it with the NG? There was like the who's who. There was 20 people uh, like within the month that Walter w- would walk up post-flight. You know, you had 
Martin Sanka. Um, uh, you had uh, Goulian. Florin. Yeah, the other guy from Red Bull. Um, um, oh my God, I'm blanking on names. Um, almost everybody. Yeah. I think Christian Bolton flew it. I, I think o- you had o- most Steen of like, or something like that. What, like half the roster from Red Bull, I think, flew that thing. Um, but not in a massive so, That's true. That's true. But it was interesting to hear their take on it. Uh, but I want to see fly. I want to see videos of that thing flying. I really do. I know it's so odd that there's no video at all of that thing flying. I want to make a promo, but I don't want to be. I don't want it to be better than an SC because I have an SC. So it's like, uh, you know, I'm at a crossroads right now. Like I want to support extra as much as I can, but you know, I don't want them to make a better plane than what I bought from them. And crap is that? Well. I just, I, you know, it depends on, I, here's another interesting, I know we have our interns in the waiting room. I know we got to get them in here. Um, but like, you know, when you look at, we've asked this question to Rob before, right? Because arguably Rob is at the cutting edge of, of being able to maneuver an airplane in time and space uh, that I'm not even talking about in competition. Right. So, you know, the, the French are obviously heavy hitters. So is the U S so are several teams. Um, but in terms of just straight maneuverability and capability, um, you know, where is the sport going to go, right? What, what's the next, what's the next thing that's going to happen? That's going to, that's going to translate from either the air show or the freestyle world into competition aerobatics where everybody's going to have to play catch up because that's inevitably how it happens. Somebody does something somewhere. Uh, and it's usually at, 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 in a freestyle at, at Worlds where somebody busts something out and everybody goes, holy yeah. shit. And then everybody goes back to put like inside tumbles on the sequences. Now it's like, OK, you need to do a one and a half inside tumble on the 45. Yeah. And that off with like, <laughs> I'll be like, great. Thanks great. so much, Father Holland. And 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 MX's uh, uh, <laughs> order books just filled up for the next 10 years. Yeah, because that's yeah. and that's kind of how it's going to go. Right. So like yeah, my question is fucking frisbees. You know, yeah. jump ropes. That's going to be the next move or whatever. Jump it is. rope. It's going to be called the jump rope. The jump rope. Yeah, because <laughs> where is it going to go? And and what airplane is going to be able to do it? I mean, what what won't the SC be able to do? What is going to be the SC's handicap in the next five years? You know, it's crazy to think about technology, right? We, we won't know until it hits us, but I can't imagine an SC being irrelevant. Yeah. You'll see me like right before my flight, I'll be duct taping like a 20 pound dumbbell to my tailwheel. Just to get <laughs> <laughs> a little more around. FCG, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chris Rudd will be having a conniption. <laughs> He'll be in the Dairy Queen, uh, Dairy Queen drive-through, like making one of those selfie videos. Super pissed. Fucking Petro man! I told him to use black duct tape, not gorilla tape. <laughs> you know these oh, fucking gotta, extra pilots. We, we got to get Tien on. I, I think that's how you print out. We're gonna find out. Bring him on. All right, let's see here. I'm on the uh, dude. I'm such a boomer. Shit. Hey guys. Hey, what's oh, you up? Yourself. Plus I... one in the column right there. <laughs> guys got skills. He knows how to work Zoom. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, doing school during the pandemic, I gotta know how to use Zoom. <laughs> oh, Did I pronounce your name right? Yep, you got it perfect. See, Mark, Mark wanted to pronounce it Steve. I did not want to pronounce it Steve. 
<laughs> Phil. Oh, speaking of names, um, Dan, you kind of get involved in this, but we did a, um, I was talking last week about, remember the, the YouTube uh, person uh, that's flying the, um, he's got an Edge 540. I think his, his name is like Anthony Austin or um, Adam um, or something like that. I'm just kidding. His name is Alexander. Uh, Alexander Coates. Um, but yeah, he gave us a shout out on his YouTube channel. So props to that. Um, he did. You listen to that? You ever, you guys watch that show at all? I, uh, I did not uh, watch that show, unfortunately. Don't give him views. <laughs> Alex is the man. Uh, he, he was really nice. He sent me a message asking if he could uh, give us a shout out. and um, That was super nice. I mean, he, he's a great guy. Yeah. That's where I realized that my microphone sucks. And I don't know how to work it until Mark gave me some advice today. So hopefully it sounds better. It sounds a lot better. I don't know what setting you, you've been on, but it's been it's been a while. <laughs> I, was on, I was on Boomer. Boomer. Yeah. Yeah. So Tian, where are you where are you out of? Uh based out of uh Highlands Ranch, Colorado. Um, but commute to MSU Denver for school. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's right. You're on the Denver team. We met in Nationals. Remember we were doing this? Yeah. I was helping out with the smoke oil as being uh you and I were running back and forth. Yeah, you were you were helping uh, get smoke for goody. I was gonna help, but you were trying to get all that smoke for goody. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Wouldn't you? I was like greasing him up with the smoke oil too. <laughs> I saw that. I was I, I was behind the scenes with looking at that, but it was pretty cool seeing you guys at nationals and seeing you fly unlimited. Um, Thanks, man. Can't really. Yeah. What do you think of my flying? By the way, how would you rate it against like ten being a Rob Holland and uh, one being a goody? Would I be like a negative seven? Oh, what, what you put Holland and Goody? That's a, that's kind of a hard scale to put it at. I mean, yeah. I'm still in Those like real primary. Pilots. Yeah, yeah. I'm still in like primary and sportsman, so I can't really give you a good rating. Like in my eyes, every unlimited pilot looks like God to me <laughs> when Thank they fly. You. Yeah, <laughs> I'm over here flying this extreme decathlon with a roll rate that's not even as fast and. When you guys come in, do your wing wags. I'm already impressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. That's so, so funny. <laughs> you know Dagmar. Um, Dagmar is awesome. And then I met, um, oh my gosh, I'm so bad. I'm terrible with names. You can ask Alexander Coates. Um, he's on the team too. He's your guys' coach. I'm so. Uh, Nick Slobikov. Nick. And um, Nick. there was another fella too. Uh, um, I think like the coaches that we had that came out was Dagmar, Nick, and Wayne. Um, okay, yeah, maybe it was Nick. Nick's cool, yeah, dude. Nick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you guys have a great team. I mean, you guys got uniforms. That's what I want. I want to show up to nationals and maybe we'll, Mark. Maybe we'll make an FS. I mean, uh, FCS team. Let's do it. Eighties like, windbreakers. <laughs> I can help make some designs for you guys if you'd like. <laughs> oh um, wow! Okay, you really, you really want this. You really want yeah. This. Hey guys, I came prepared. I mean, you gave me some extra days. I'm gonna rock this for you guys. So, oh, Mark, I feel like oh, we already right. don't deserve. We don't deserve this already. No, no, this is already. Uh, this, is, this is beyond the, uh, the the podcast level here. You might be overqualified, yes. <laughs> I mean, hey, whatever I can do to get myself more in like the aerobatic world, I, I'd love to do it. Listening to you guys and like getting tips and tricks from like Rob Holland and Mike Goulian, like for like the 2023 sportsmen, like really helped a lot for like our sportsmen guys. Right. So that's awesome. Awesome. So does the whole team listen to the podcast? 
Um, can't really vouch for everybody. Um, I say most of us until I like, hey, hey guys, Rob Holland or Mike Gullion's on. You gotta check it out because they told yeah, they yeah. talked about the sportsman sequence. You probably want to learn, but yeah, yeah. Um, I try to see. Uh, I don't know who listens much, but I can't, I say I listen mostly on a daily if I if when I have time. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Are you, That's what awesome. Are you going to college for? Are you going to be? Uh, you want to go in airlines or private sector, kind of? Uh, yeah. So I went to MSU Denver for the uh, um, to go professional pilot, and luckily when I got in, they uh, got uh, the restricted ATP approved, so I qualify for that. So probably get to the airlines as quick as possible. Um, hopefully they don't stop hiring, so I can get in. <laughs> yeah. Nah, you'll be fine. It it's all it's it all comes in waves, you know. If it if they slow down, I mean they are slowing down hiring right now, but it'll it'll kick back up. Mark, you can get yeah. a job, right? What's that? You can get him a job, right? Sure. <laughs> oh, I would take anything imagine, I can. <laughs> you imagine showing up at the Airbus on the uh not the Airbus, the uh what do you find now, Mark? The seven seven three. Seven three and just be yeah. like, oh I brought an extra pilot with me. Can't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> i brought an extra oh man so what do you so you're you're flying i'm trying to understand mark and i i I'll speak for you mark for, we kind of have a hard time understanding how the teams work you know obviously when you're in college you get to be on a team but how does it like set you up or does it set you up to continue on aerobatics after because that seems to be like where we lose a lot of aerobatic pilots is once yeah. they graduate um whether it's you know career family finances things like that so has anything changed with that or like, how are you planning on staying in aerobatics after, after all this? Yeah. Like once I graduate, I'm probably going to stay with the team for like throughout the season to like safety. Um, what I've seen, okay. like people, uh, of course, like once you graduate, you have to get a job. Cause like aerobatics, the money doesn't come back to you. It's just, you're paying money towards it. So getting a job in a career, uh, it's really important for them. Um, but like, it really helps sets up for like, I don't know, probably like Ryan Tierney is a good example. He uh, got into the aerobatic world and now is like working for Mike Goulian. That, that's Diet Mike, right? Diet Mike, yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. That, that's how we know him. So Ryan Tierney. Yeah. We just Coke Zero. Coke uh-huh. Zero. Well, how how many um, is the, is there incentive or not incentives, but is is there encouragement to can you stay on the team after you graduate and leave for if, if you wanted to? Uh, yeah. So we have a couple of people who've already graduated, um, like probably back in like, I don't know how long, but we do have some returning members who are like going to help the team out in safety. Is it only, like is new- it only for the, the, for the following season or like if you graduated six years ago, like, could you just remain on the team and help as a team member? Uh, you um you can still help uh as like a team alumni i would put it that way um okay they're they've uh there's quite a few who've come back and like help and like help out the team and like safety and then get our trains up in the tailwheel yeah i wonder if you could set up like what eagle sport did you know they weren't with ember riddle which a lot of people think it's an affiliate of ember riddle it was just near their campus from what i understand but you know, they had that pits. So it was obviously donated. So, you know, easier said than done. But, you know, it was a club and um, it gave people, you know, a lot of opportunity 
whether they were a student or not, they continue on at a uh, at a uh, a monetary rate that wasn't so significant. So that'd be really neat to try to take a copy of that and and put it in Colorado for you guys. That would be great, but like um, we only have like a couple of planes, and like sometimes yeah. they get like annuals and stuff like that and uh yeah well, who needs yeah, the annual <laughs> yeah that's just you could just use a big pen on that um yeah what's an average big pen these days 99 cents yeah so Cheap. um <laughs> um but yeah i mean obviously that's but i don't think eagle sport got enough we we should really you know that might be your first job tian is to to find out some people to get on the podcast with eagle sport I would love to to delve into that whole club. You know, it's, it seems like it's a little like on, uh, it's not as active maybe, or it's not posting a lot. But um, I think what they did was phenomenal. I mean, Ember, uh, what you call it? Uh, the Pit Viper Prince is a is a byproduct of that club. I was gonna I was gonna say, Alon would be the probably he'd be the only and the best person that I know of to to kind of get that history. Yeah, and he, you know, he he wanted to keep the. the train going which is why he bought that super decathlon so that? obviously it was infant it, it was influential yeah i mean i know he sold the super De- super decathlon now but um you know he kind of wanted to keep training going there because it left a big hole having uh eagle sport go yeah that'd be cool and we can help you out with that by um maybe we can't help you out with that but we can <laughs> talk about it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, we can get sponsored by some like oil funnels, some set screws. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, some Zeus fasteners if we're lucky. There we go. Um, who is who would you say is your most influential? Um, doesn't necessarily have to be an aerobatic pilot, uh, but in aviation, who do you who kind of motivates you and uh, you know makes you want to go fly? Like uh, you said, doesn't have to be in aviation. Yeah, just somebody who's or, like I, I hate using those words. Like, who's your hero, or who do you look up to? Like, but like somebody like that. Um, I'd probably say like a person that's like not in aviation would like be my mom. To be honest, uh, my family history doesn't have an aviation background, and oh, she came from generation. Nice. Yep, she came from out of the country. Uh, worked her uh, way, get a to get a degree um she didn't know english coming into the country so when she went to college she had like a dictionary that translated from english or from vietnamese to english so she could understand what the text was saying and like i don't know how that she did that but she did and she worked her way up like the family told her to not get a degree and stuff like that but she then defied like family laws or stuff like that and she basically did all of that and then like she had enough to get us like a house and stuff like that and like now i'm able to fly so like really without her i wouldn't be able to get into this career that's amazing what a great story yeah that makes me feel like i'm lazy i'm so lazy (laughs) all jeff does is just sip lattes and fly you know flies whenever he wants he just he doesn't do anything else spell dictionary at this point (laughs) <laughs> um well looking at nationals jeff was like walking every sequence with goodies so <laughs> doesn't yeah, look that lazy gosh. to me <laughs> well when goodies are on like i'm, I'm on my a game i need goodie 
you know, like those people that can follow you around and just motivate you. Like, um, who's that like jacked up guy uh, who's tall and stuff? Anthony Robbins. Oh, he's like <laughs> Tony Anthony Robbins. Robbins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's my Tony Robbins. I need him in my life. But he's Goody is intoxicating. He, he really is right? like he um his his personality is really infectious. You know, obviously, you know, talking to Bourbon, talking to Holland, you know, uh, Goulian, too. They're they're so, uh, you know, I guess I get starstruck with all of them. But um, there's the something about Goody's team, though, is Goulian and, and Goody. Oh, Dude, my just, Lord. Sure. That would be the ultimate. Oh, yeah. It'd be amazing. I'd go. I'd go uh, I won't say it, but you know what? <laughs> That'd be amazing. No, I, I love man. The Goody is he's he's something else. Yeah, I mean, he's he's really, like really infectious personality and super motivating, super happy. Yeah, who's it's yours? Awesome. Tien? My star. Yeah. Ooh, that's a great question. I mean, I just started out like aerobatics back in 2022, so I'm still brand new. Um, wow. Person that how did you I probably, how did you get started? Yeah, um, I got started uh, knowing SU had a aerobatics team. Um, I joined in 2022, tried out, and then they uh, we have an aerobatics class Wait, where we tryouts? learn about the IEC Hold rules. On. Let's talk yeah. about that first. Like, what are the tryouts <laughs> like? And like, I want to participate in in seeing this shit. Like, so oh, basically, awesome. um, yeah, uh, things are a little bit different because we did have some issues in 2023 where our planes uh, weren't really ready. But like usually how we do tryouts is basically team members must have already taken the intro to fundamentals of aerobatics. That's a prerequisite. Be a full time student. And then we have preseason practice. And when tr- uh, tryouts come around, which is basically about a month before our first competition that we go to. We do about, I think, two or three flights um, in whatever sequence, or not sequence. Um, yeah, I think it's a sequence, like primary or sportsman, whatever category. And we are judged by our coaches. And then high scores uh, basically get in the team. But like other prerequisites are like volunteering at school or at the airports or any of that to like get a leg up to join the team basically what dagmar dagmar like sponsors a lot of the stuff for the msu denver aerobatics team i'm very grateful for that so like whatever like if you want to receive you also have to give so volunteering is like a big thing for us too it also gives a good name for us as well yeah yeah dagmar is um she's uh one of a kind uh, she really is incredible. Um, with what she I don't know who's donates. You guys should probably. Yeah, I don't know who's been more influential or or at least more involved in aerobatics in the U.S. without being famous than Dagmar. Very genuine. Uh huh. Like everybody, everybody in the aerobatic community knows her and knows of her, but right, you know, she's not she's not a name. She's not an air show name or anything like that. Super, super. Um, vital to aerobatics and to the world of aerobatics. I mean, how many? Gosh, I mean, at this point, it's got to be thousands of people she's helped influence aerobatics, um, and and, and teach the world of aerobatics to. I wonder if Huge. she got the Kathy Jaffe award. Yeah, there, but she should have definitely got it by now. I don't know. Uh, volunteer award. 
I don't know if she got that one. Yeah. Um, we, we talked about having her on. I thought that was, I thought the tryout thing is really, really neat. Um, that'd be really cool for you guys to, um, you know, just throw up a video about, just get some like behind the scenes action of what's going on. And I would watch that. Me too. Yeah. Uh, Mark, you probably saw the videos that I like recorded of the drone. I'm trying uh-huh. to get more of that for the uh, aerobatics page. Because um, it love seems it. like uh, social media is a big influence. And like as young as we are, we also want to spread it too. So that's are my main goal. Social media? Um, oh, Jeff. I'm going to be honest. No. <laughs> I've Can been you? testing and like trying out hashtags, <laughs> reels, posts see how long, what time of day, and like, still don't get much of likes that I uh, aim for, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say I do some like good content stuff, but not as good as Lee Hubner. <laughs> well, oh God, that's, Lee. that's an unfair, you know, Lee is on our cancel list, by the way, after what he did to me at nationals. Horrible. Can you, can you refresh the you at nationals? Yes. <laughs> Am I allowed to talk about it? I don't know if he, well, you know what? He did it. So he's got to, he's got to live with it. So, oh my God. I don't even know what we were talking about. Um, he wanted something for me, something, it had nothing to do with what he did to me, but we had to get in touch with each other. Oh no, he, he wanted to do another funny video, you know, like remember the one with Goody and I? Yes, I do remember that video. That was planned, by the way. That was completely scripted. Um, even though I ad lived the, uh, the the heavy breathing and the, uh, uh, I, I got to be honest, you uh, you were very convincing. Thank you. I well, it didn't take much, but um. <laughs> so anyway, so like we're together, and he's like, yeah, just you know, um, get in touch. We were like, he was super busy, so we we're trying to message through Instagram and this and that, and I'm like, just give me your number because I'm not, I'm not on social media anymore, and like I'm just not, I just don't have time for it. It's just whatever so um so he gives me this number so i start contacting this person and um you know it was kind of um trying to see if i have it still um but basically um i was talking to somebody about meeting up and this and that and then i had said something a little i wouldn't say off color it was just like you know like talking like funny tongue-in-cheek with like Hey, sexy, like, are we going to meet up or something like that? Anyway, long story short, he gave me the number to a, uh, a, a prostitute and I didn't know it was a prostitute. <laughs> I thought it was Lee. And then I was like, what is like, it was just so awkward. Like, why aren't you texting me back? Or no, no, no. Why are you text? It was just weird the way that they were texting or this person yeah. was texting me. Um, hold on. I, I have it right now. You want me to read it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I write, so he gives me this number off Instagram. So I text, I go, Hey, you sexy S blank, blank, blank. It's a four letter. <laughs> so, <it's> <laughs> so then who I think is Lee texts me back. Yes. What part of town? So I wrote, cause I'm away at an airport. So I wrote, you still at the airport question mark. It's Jeff, obviously. So that part, then the person writes back. Okay. How much time? So I wrote, ha, 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 ha. And then they wrote a question mark. Then I wrote, because I'm still not getting it yet. I wrote, I'm finishing up dinner. Um, I can't read that part. Um, Mike grab drinks again back at a hotel. I'll let you know in case you feel like joining. And they write, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then I write, 
what hotel you at. <laughs> and then they, <laughs> if you are ready, I will give you the address of my hotel. This still sounds like Lee, right? <laughs> Lee, Lee, you, you hot dog and son of a bitch. So then I write, you're a sick blank and I love it. And then they, what I think is Lee writes for how much time. And then I wrote, can you break a $5 bill? Um, and they wrote, what? Are you kidding me? I go, wait, is this Lee? And they just write, no. <laughs> so how does Nikki feel about you flirting with her? I don't know, but like, um, maybe she listens to this podcast. But anyway, so then I see Lee the next day. I'm like, dude, like, what the heck? He's like, what did you write? And I, I showed him and he <laughs> fucking hit the floor. He was hysterical. And I was oh like, you're, my a God. Sick, you're a sick bastard. So um, that's why we didn't have another video because he decided to play a prank on me instead of doing professional work for the IAC and making more goody love videos. Um, I'm going to give it away. What we're, I was, I want to say what we we're going to do, but it's so good that I think we'll do it at nationals. It's so good. Um, oh I'll tell you guys man. But, um, but yeah, that's, uh, so Leah, Lee Hebner is super professional and, um, Oh, of course. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, nobody's going to be as good as Lee at that stuff. He puts out such amazing content. It's that's so funny. Got it. Who I'm knew he was a comedian? Boomer. And I'm like, what kind, of, what kind of filter does he use? And like, people are like, that's not a filter, dude. That's like an actual program, like <laughs> of editing. <laughs> gotcha. Noted. Yeah. Well, Tian, can you can you share um, before we forget? Uh, share your uh, you know where people can follow you and find you to watch your content. Uh, yeah, I'm this this year. I'm probably gonna start uh, posting more content. Usually, mainly I'm doing stuff on. Instagram, so they can follow me on T-I-E-N-L underscore 333. Or you can search me up on the MSU Denver Aerobatics page on Instagram. Awesome. So what do you well, uh, what do you uh, plan on flying this year? Do you guys go to – how many contests do you guys usually hit besides nationals? So for our team, we hit three Colorado contests. Um, two before nationals and one after nationals. It's like literally a week after nationals, but oh, wow. so teams members who qualify for nationals will probably go to four contests and team members who are, um, still need some practice. will go to three contests. <clears throat> you know, if you do get this internship, then we could probably swindle, you know, um, Bobby Holly, maybe we'll just get you it. We'll make everybody hate you. We'll get you like Bobby Holly. We'll get Goody Bourbon. We'll get you six amazing aerobatic pilots to coach you and just let people hate on you. Can you imagine that, dude? <laughs> oh, funny thing is, like, uh, we did have some coaching from uh, Better Jeff. <laughs> one <time. laughs> so it's a funny story because we had a practice, a team practice, but there was only like, I think. There's only four of us out there that day. And then Nick goes like, hey, so Jeff is coming. And I'm like, and this, I'm still brand new. I don't even know who Jeff uh, Bourbon is. You're and he's like, oh, he's the guy that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the guy that flies the Yak 110. I'm like, 
what's a yak 110? <laughs> and then <laughs> what a fun rabbit hole to go down, you know, of who's Jeff Bourbon. And then you research and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, this guy's amazing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Jeff had like a layover or something. And then he wanted to come out and like check us out. And Dagmar drove him out to our practice. And like there was three coaches with only like four people practicing. But you're getting like a critique from Dagmar, Nick and like Jeff Bourbon. And like I didn't know much at the time until I like looked at more. I'm like, holy crap, we are so underqualified to get this type of training. Shaking. I would have been shaking. I still That's shake amazing. in front of like somebody because they're like heroes to me. Yeah. You know, it's like you you getting ready to uh dive in or whatever. And you know, I'm doing better at it, I think, because you know, I've become friends with a lot of them and you know, it's just getting more experience and time in the box in front of uh these high caliber coaches. But you know, when I first started training with Nick, uh Timothy and um, you know, or flying in front of like Bobby and, and all these guys. You know, it's it's like you do, you only get one chance to make a first impression, right? So, like, there's a lot going on in your mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, like a lot of us are new, so we don't really know much of the history of like, or not the history, but like the current like hot shots of like aerobatics. Um, 2023 Oshkosh, so last year, one of our guys was uh, having a chat with this person in the IAC back room. Uh, we were doing some volunteers, but we had a break. And he was like, oh, so uh, what do you do? And uh, he goes, oh, we just fly a little bit. I just fly a little bit of aerobatics. He was like, oh, that's cool. And uh, after their conversation ended, and then he was like, oh, so I have to go back and volunteer. But what was your name? Uh, my name is Rob Holland. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, you didn't know it was Rob Holland? He was like, that person should be burned at the stake. <laughs> But it was uh, pretty cool. And this is why like, I kind of love the uh, community because like, everybody's welcoming. Everybody's like having a great time. Like, uh, what, Jeff and Goody, <laughs> Lee and Jeff. <laughs> yeah, better Jeff. I, I came up with that name too, and I love it. It's a great name. <laughs> it's a great name. Better, better Jeff and Diet Jeff. Um, we flew number one at like every sequence. So like I drew number one, then he drew number one, then I drew number one. And then the third flight, they wouldn't even let me pick because I had such bad luck. <laughs> and then Bourbon drew number one for the four minute free. It was ridiculous. So funny. I, uh... That was so crazy how that worked. <laughs> and you know something like, I got to be honest. So like, no, 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 like the re what you sow, but um, I had no qualms about it. Like it sucked. 100%. But it was fair, you know, and like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. And like, I, during the podcast and everything, I was pushing for this for all. I think it's a fun thing to do for all categories, to be honest with you, where you can pick order of flight. And it's a fun thing to do. It's very fair. And, you know, it take, it's just, I don't know. I think it's just uh, a good way to do it. Um, yeah. And, you know, I definitely kind of just had a ton of bad luck with it. But, um, it is what it is. I mean, you can't, you can't point the finger at anybody. No, so, no, it is I what mean, it is. Yeah. And you would probably like, I mean, all you and your buddies and people in the category for primary and sportsmen, like that would be a cool aspect of it. Right. To pick a yeah. flight like that. Um, though, into that. <laughs> yeah, though 
the thing is we can't really go back to back because we're all sharing one plane and like yeah. at nationals it's great because we're sharing with und so it gives us like gaps but like when we go to like our other contests and you hear msu is up oh great we have to wait for them to swap fuel and then but get at nationals, all that they but, kind of massage the order of flight anyway so they would just massage it anyway yeah yeah but it'd be fun to see it's like who picks number one is really what what the whole it's fun to like razz people up about Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of yeah, und so- I, I i gotta know how much do you guys just shit all over those guys when they're not when they're not around beginning of the season quite a quite a lot but like nice usually like um not as much though because like usually when we get to nationals we're actually excited to see other collegiate teams because we're we're basically competing without any other collegiate teams um but at nationals everybody's there and we're all excited to see each other um yeah like even at oshkosh we hang out too so there's not much of a rivalry rivalry <laughs> i can't say but that yeah <laughs> we don't we don't spread hate here <laughs> <laughs> well you're gonna have to if you're a intern for flight yeah. shit <laughs> I was say, minus one point jesus damn Ah. <laughs> uh... Quick shit God, on somebody, get it, it back. <laughs> yeah. Call Mike Lentz a piece of shit. Coach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> as much cool. as much hate as we give to other collegiate teams, I like. I kind of feel like we need more collegiate teams. The, like, there's only MSU, UND, and like USAFA that's like cycling all over again. But like Middle Georgia coming up, and like other teams, I'm kind of excited to have those. Like now we have like actual competitions coming in. Yeah. Yeah, can you Matt? I mean, why isn't Rob Holland going back to Daniel Webster at this point? Uh, I think that college bonus. doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there I mean, and, and there it is. There's the answer. I mean, I just watched his uh, interview where he got his bachelor's from, or like where he did his pilot training. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've been on YouTube a lot more because I don't do social media anymore. Um, that's mm-hmm. where I, I ran into. Um, I'm just gonna keep calling different first names adam coates um it's and, alex uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah rob was rob seems to be uh getting into the youtube game which is something that we want to do actually too but i saw i watched some of the uh the footage and he was answering questions and stuff it was pretty cool yeah, yeah. i i've been liking that i've been i've been really liking that in fact um might be fun to put out you know, maybe, maybe, I mean, Rob's been on the show almost more than any guest, but um, actually, I think he probably has been on the most more than any other guest. But um, maybe combine, you know, like some Q and A where he can, uh, we can get questions and he can answer them on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, you guys can probably put like a survey or like a questionnaire questionnaire out on the uh, social media and have people ask questions and then answer them on the podcast. Yeah. I love it. Full answer. Yeah. I like that idea a lot. Yeah. Uh, what you were talking about other college, what other college teams? Um, I was looking at the scoreboard, um, the IC, uh, CDB. Um, let me see here. Let me pull it up. Sorry for the delay. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, I did hear about a Georgia school 
getting into the decathlon. I think Brodigan was was kind of helping out with that. And um, I'm surprised there's no school from Texas doing something. I mean, AJ might be able to form something with figure one, bring some uh, students out. I wonder. Oh, well, wow. yeah. Um, he should. And Eagle Honestly. Sport, we got we to gotta reactivate Eagle Sport somehow. I'm surprised there's not more. I like just, it's just, it's hard. It's, it's kind of like just, you know, the endless conversation we have is, is where the sport is and where, where it's going. And it's be nice to see some more collegiate teams or just any, or just, you know, more. Um, I don't know. God, if I had, if I had millions of dollars, I would just form partnerships and, and clubs around the country and try to get more people into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh- Gosh, we could talk about this forever, even with like stars of tomorrow, that whole thing, even though it's like college, but like it's just a cool. No, but just it's another thing. The up and coming. Yeah. Uh, I agree. The other colleges that I saw on the uh, collegiate uh, leaders are University of Arizona, Southern Illinois, Middle Georgia. Um, but the thing is, they don't have their three com- nationals. I don't think they. There's only like one person per like university. Um, oh. So like in order like to like be a collegiate team, you need three pilots. <clears throat> okay. Imagine if like Bourbon uh, showed up on the Arizona team. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> won't be yeah. seeing that collegiate title ever again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys won it this year, right? Uh, no, we did not. Um, uh, university of North Dakota got first this year. In both categories? Uh, for like collegiate nationals. Um, basically, how it works is the collegiate score takes um, the top three of each university, and then that's your score in any um, category. Gotcha. Oh, that's interesting. All yeah. Right, so we got we to gotta, we gotta pump MSU up then. Yeah. I, last year... Up. Last year we were holding like the um, collegiate title for the longest time, but like talking to the U and the guys, they were aiming to get first um, 2023, and they deserve it. They were flying their asses off, and yeah, they got like once, once yeah. they got pit vipers, they they got all cocky. <laughs> that's what happened. But you guys, so that's pretty cool rivalry. Um, so you guys will try to get the title back this year. Do you have any returning members? Uh, we got, I think, more than half of returning members um, who are coming back, and like we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna go hard this year. We're gonna get that collegiate title back, and maybe one of our team members are gonna get the FCS title belt as well. Oh yeah, there we go. Now, what did you think of my speech? Because both ways, I've I've been hearing both. I thought, and my close friends all loved it. Some people I, said I loved it. <laughs> I talked a little too too long, but I didn't feel like I was up there that long. And where the hell else was everybody going that night? There was nothing else to do. We we're in Kansas. <laughs> I don't like, know. I, I loved it because like back in when Emerson brought back the uh title belt, like we didn't really have, have an announcement for that award. We basically gathered the collegiate and then like we had Duncan present it, and then nobody else knew about it. Yeah. This year was better. And, um, and I wasn't even expecting to give a speech. Honestly, I loved it. You would have been happy. Mark, you would have been very impressed. Very, I heard it was good. Yeah, it was great. 
and I wasn't. Even I have some of it recorded. <laughs> Do you really? Oh, don't play it. I'll freaking jump off a bridge. Uh, um, so basically, <laughs> <laughs> did I cuss a lot? Don't even answer that. Nope. Um, but you know what it is? I focused in on a couple people that were laughing, and that made me talk more. That was the problem. <laughs> you got, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know when you like, yeah. So, but um, I don't know. I mean, what I, I said, I think I said uh, some nice things, but I just think you guys being there, the college teams being there, um, you know, it's, I think maybe inspiring to us or makes me want to train harder because you know it's. It's just fun to see all different age brackets, all different levels, all different people, you know, people from, you know, different parts of the country and world. And, you know, we need everybody. And, you know, I especially love seeing the, 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 uh, quote unquote, young guns, whatever, you know, young kids and everything like that getting involved because we need it. You know, we're all going to, you know, eventually get out of the sport at a certain age and um, we don't want it to stop. You know, we don't want the, the sport to die. So like, um, you know, whatever we need to do to keep you guys coming and keep it fun and, and fresh, you know, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, that's why, like, I don't really want to have much rivalry because we want to, like, help each other when we see each other and, like, also have competition, but also, like, come back, you know, and not, like, oh, you guys suck, boo-hoo. <laughs> yeah. No, 100%, man. 100%. Well, speaking of getting old and being old, and having priorities. My kids are about to go to swimming and cheer. Mark, where are your kids? They're outside. And um, I had to mute real quick and be like, hey, uh, don't make a whole bunch of noise. And I can I can hear them getting uh, it's, it's starting to get that fever pitch where they're one of them is going to start crying. One of one of them is going to hit the other and they're going to I'm going to get some tears. So yeah, I'm on borrowed time. Landscapers are they your landscapers too? Have you been hiding that from them? Yes. I'm a big proponent of, of uh, you know, labor. yeah, putting these kids to work hard. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to go, well, we're going to go plant some stuff in the garden and yeah. Um, I love it. Tian, Tian, I'm impressed. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on, dude. Thank you guys. This is a great opportunity to come on and like talk to you guys. Um, like being live know? too. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pretty fun. I'd say that the least it is is cool. And like Mark and I kind of pinch ourselves when we talk offline a little bit, how we get to meet all these really cool people. So having, you know, somebody else on the back, you know, work with us on this thing, you know, you get, you get to increase your network pretty, pretty substantially. I think, you know, it's fun. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. It's a great network and it's great to meet people from all skill levels and all walks and, and, uh, um, walks of life. And it's just, it's, Super fun, dude. It's super fun. So we're we're really glad to have you on. Um, I know you promoted where people can follow you, but if you want to give um, a shout out to MSU and, and your team and um, tell people where they can follow the team, go for it. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Dagmar. She's one of like the biggest help that keeps this team running every season. She also sponsors most of the competitions for us to go compete. Um, shout out to our coaches, Nick Slobikoff and Mike Forney for coming out on their own time and helping us out um, and also borrowing their planes to practice as well. You can follow us on MSU Aerobatics on Facebook as well as Instagram. If you guys want to see my content, I'm also on Instagram, T-I-E-N-L underscore 333. Uh, mostly on Instagram, but yeah. 
And also thank you for all of those who have supported the collegiate teams and uh, our team as well. Yeah, we got to grow that cat. That's a fun, I think I, I get hyped up about it. I think it's cool seeing you guys go at it. So that'd be great to promote if we can help. And then, you know, we'll try to promote it on the podcast and everything like that. I think it would be really neat to have um, some of like the Bobby Hollies and goodies and bourbons, you know, during nationals be like, um, like a mentorship, like MSU gets to, you know, we just, you know, raffle it out where, you know, whoever <laughs> wants to put their hat in the bucket, but basically, you know, any kind of like uh, questions or advice on sequences or conditions, you know, you'll have, you know, MSU will get bourbon and UND will get, you know, goodie or somebody like that. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Chad put together a like Q and a for, um, like most of the collegiate stuff with uh, Rob Holland and Jim Burke. And that was pretty helpful too. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah, Jim's a great dream. Jim is amazing pilot and he's super, super knowledgeable. So yeah, he's we're well overdue to get him back on too. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, Tian, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I don't know how many more interns we have, but uh, um, yeah, we'll be, we'll definitely be in touch. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for the opportunity. I love it. Anytime. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to y'all next week. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode. That's a wrap. As always, we are powered by Lift Aviation. They love you. They love us. We love them. Go support them. LiftAviationUSA.com. Use the promo code FlightCoolShit for 25% off most items on the website. And stay tuned. This year, we are going to bring an exclusive FlightCoolShit discount code for helmets. I'm not going to promise you uh, the date. I'm not going to tell you the date, but it's coming. You're going to have to listen and stay tuned. And it's going to be a good discount, I promise you. Uh, thank you to Fly Good Merch. Go support one of the best aerobatic pilots on the planet, Rob Holland. Flygoodmerch.com. Use the promo code ACRO, A-K-R-O, at checkout for 10% off the entire website. That's it. We'll talk to you all next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 